it's beginning to look a lot like Advent everywhere you go. Happy Advent, Father Brian O'Brien. Thank you. Still Advent. It's still Advent. For five more days well, n- or not four. At, not at St. John Catholic Student Center. We are currently closed. <laughs> Where every day it's Christmas. <laughs> uh, There's a place in Oklahoma City that is like, it's like when you're going to the airport. I don't know all the Oklahoma City roads. I don't for, know any of the Oklahoma City it's roads. Like, There's it, a it, highway. When you're uh, when you're taking the north uh, sort of expressway on the north end of town, close, and you're getting close to the air, I think, getting close to the airport, maybe. There's this... <laughs> Christmas store. There's a there tall building that's all year round. I, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a Chris. Oh, year round, huh? Year round, and you can buy. I guess it's open year round. It's not like a Halloween. Like Bethlehem. Store. Like when you go to when you go uh, whenever I was six seven years ago, I went to the Holy Land. Uh huh. And when you go to the Church of the Nativity in Bethlehem, and you celebrate Mass, we were there in I don't know it was June, but the Mass that you celebrate. At the is, Church of the Nativity is oh, the Mass of Christmas. That's right. Yeah, because yeah, it's that Bethlehem. was totally weird. It was hot. I mean, it was hot. It was not snowing. It was hot. It was not snowing. Uh, there well, that's were no think, shepherds. No, <laughs> no wise men. There was not a donkey. Uh-huh. Um, and we, yeah, we celebrated the Mass of of Christmas in I, the middle I of June. E- I would expect, like in the town of Bethlehem, that they'd have those sort of like cutouts that you got like put your face in of Jesus, Mary, baby Jesus. Uh, oh, Joseph! I'm sure somebody has those. We yeah. don't. Like Bethlehem's a tough place. Like it's it was very divided. There's a big wall in the middle of it. Well, when you go to when you go to Rome, there's people dressed as like gladiators who are drinking like Coca Cola and smoking tools. cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> and they, those guys. That's so. I, why it's don't they so have that dumb. in Bethlehem? Maybe they don't want to turn. I'm sure they do. Turn it into a tourist attraction. It is a tourist attraction. But. I mean, a lot of people go there. Yeah, I guess yeah, but it's thing. hard. To, it's it's hard. It's hard to get there, and it's like a. It's kind of a security mess. Oh, because it's in the West Bank. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. I mean, there's literally a, there's literally a wall. I, and they're like, I'll, yeah. When you go through, right. we go through. We were on a bus. I forget. Come going from somewhere to to Bethlehem, and you come, you get to it like a checkpoint. And we're all like, oh, we're tourists, you know. We're all from, we're from Oklahoma and like South Dakota and all these places. And like, you know, a dude with a machine gun gets on the bus and checks passports and and then waves you through because they want to make sure there's not any not any uh, troublemakers terrorists on the bus. Yeah, anyway. we're just we're just a bunch of pilgrims. Yeah, you know? uh, don't you know we're just a bunch. Excuse of me, pilgrims. can I take a picture of your machine gun? <laughs> <laughs> can I get a selfie with that? No. No. Well, <laughs> hopefully your advent has been uh, incredible. If Prepare- it's not, you got a few more days. I know. It's been advent- a good advent. I'm oh. going to put this up. I'm going to put this up in a, this is a top five advent of all time. Okay. Best part about your advent so far? Just prayer, man. Really? Prayer. Yeah. What do you mean? Tell me what you mean prayer. by prayer. Um, just like a prayer. It's just there. been, it's just been very fruitful. Been very fruitful. Uh, and I, you know, I've, I've, I think I've been more, um, I think during usually during Advent and Lent, I'm more like I'm more disciplined with my prayer, of like really taking the time and really carve. I think sometimes when I'm like, oh, oh I'm gonna go pray, but I'm also gonna, you know, <laughs> I'm also gonna work on my homily. I'm gonna go pray. I'm oh. also gonna read this book I really want to read, uh-huh. and you know, which is not really prayer, you know. But anyway, I'm like just taking the time to really be quiet and and really. Just reflect on the Lord's goodness and how you know just how He breaks into our lives. That's what Advent. It's about His, His coming, His arrival, and how on just on a regular basis He 
arrives in my life over and over and over again. It's awesome. Yeah. How about I, you? I, it's been uh, it's been a fun advent because you know I've been on this road trip of raising money. Yeah. The church is not built yet. I didn't even say anything. I read your soul. I didn't even say anything. <laughs> Someone asked me the other day, "Is like your church built yet?" Because Father O'Brien keeps asking. You're no. too you're too sensitive. So I, I've been on this road trip through the uh, Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex, and when you go into people's homes. You get to see how each of them is preparing for Advent. Oh, yeah. And so some people have nativity sets up. Some people have Christmas trees out. Some people don't have anything because their traditions are they wait till like the day before Christmas to put it out. Uh, and so my, my Advent has been a lot of driving. I put 15,000 miles on my truck in three months. A lot of driving, a lot of talking on the phone, and interim, a lot of silence. Yeah. Just like, okay, I spend... Six hours a day on the phone calling people. So I also need to be very abrasive to my, to like an asylum time. Abrasive? Right? Yeah, saying? I think uh, the word abrasive, like, yes, well, cool. It's, you have to take silent oh, time. Oh, yeah, very, yeah, yeah. To myself, to myself. Yeah. Like, you gotta, you gotta have silent time because that's the way you're gonna hear the Lord's voice. And, I agree. And, 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 uh, uh, yeah. and, and also, I think, uh, even like looking at the stars, I love looking at the stars just to to kind of ponder what the uh, three wise men were doing mm. as they were looking at the stars. You should sing. We sang at mass. Uh, A little last town week. of Bethlehem, creator of the, the stars, stars of night. I love that. I don't know the words, but obviously, but <laughs> it's just a great. I love that because the, um, the season the season of Advent is is about celebra- uh, preparing for Christmas, preparing for the Lord's arrival, but also. As we talked about a couple of weeks ago, it's preparing for the Lord's arrival like every minute. Like, how are we becoming yeah. cognizant? How does the Lord break in? Uh, exactly. How does he break in? And we're, uh, we're as a staff, we're reading uh, The Great Divorce by C.S. Lewis. Ooh. And it's, it's, uh, it's during the season of Advent, it's really awesome because it's those things that prevent us from entering into a real reality, the trueness of the kingdom of God. And like all of these things that we've accumulated over a lifetime make us repugnant to the kingdom of God or stubborn or blah or like, ah, oh, there's better stuff here on earth. Your vocabulary is uh, is really uh, knocking it out today. Well, I got a good night of sleep. I guess you did. You <laughs> stayed at a Holiday Inn Express last <laughs> and night. And ate some on-cue <laughs> hot dogs and sodas. No, you did I did not do that. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was a plug for on-cue, on-cue awesome. our new sponsor. <laughs> uh, okay, so a couple weeks ago... <laughs> um, we did a show about the first commandment on the first, the no, what? The first commandment. Oh, I thought the first day of Christmas. And what we thought we would do just is sort of, sort of sporadically, not sort of 10 episodes in a row, but just over the course of time, we would, we would talk about each of the, each of the commandments. Cause I think w- number one, people should know the 10 commandments, right? You should know them. You should also, by the way, live them, right? Oh. Living them is more important than even, know, you know, knowing them. You, but you got to know them to live. Anyway, and so we did, the, we did the first commandment, and there's a lot there. I mean, we did not exhaust the topic by any means. Right. Um, but I think we were, today we're going we're gonna to talk about the second commandment. And the I think second. it goes well with, it actually goes well with Christmas. And anyway, we both have some opinions and thoughts, and not that our opinions matter, you know. The, but, the Ten Commandments are so. But you're important listening, that, yeah. so I guess they do. Hmm. Yeah, the Ten Commandments are so important to learn to, for us to yeah. get them into our noggin, so that they they guide and animate the way we live. Like, uh, remember that Colbert episode from like 
oh, it's probably 10 years ago, where he's interviewing that guy from Georgia. And the guy says, in our, in our county, we, we follow the commandments and the life of the gospels. And Stephen Colbert says, why don't you name the gospel, uh, name the, uh, name the Ten the commandments? commandments? What are the commandments? And he holds up, you know, ten fingers. And the guy's like, shouldn't kill. Uh, you shouldn't <laughs> don't, don't. steal. And he's like, the question is like, how are you, how is your county living according to the Ten Commandments if you don't even know them? Yeah. So let's not just put them on stone in front of different places of religion, but also let's write them on the on our minds and in our hearts. So what is the Second Commandment? The Second the Commandment second, oh. uh, comes from uh, Exodus chapter 20, uh, also Deuteronomy chapter okay. 5, and okay. it says, okay. you shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. The name of the Lord your God in vain. Okay. And then we also have this great passage from Matthew chapter 5. You have heard that it was said to the men of old, you shall not swear falsely, but I say to you, do not swear at all. Either by mm. uh, either by heaven or earth. Or mm-hmm. Okay. So that's the way the catechism frames it. By the way, this is... Uh, Starting at paragraph 2142, if you have a catechism of the Catholic Church, you can look that up. Ooh, um, yes. It has this whole thing about the second commandment. So this is the third part of the catechism is on the moral life, how we ought to live. Correct. And so it talks about sin. It talks about how we ought to live with each other. And then it walks through each of the Ten Commandments. And it's and really It's good exhaustive. Stuff. And it's it, really good stuff. It's awesome. Stuff yeah. stuff from the early church as well yeah. as modern Vatican II documents and papal So writings. this will get us started. This is 2142. Please. The second commandment prescribes respect for the Lord's name. Like the first commandment, it belongs to the virtue of religion. And more particularly, it governs our use of speech in sacred matters. Okay. What do you think about that? Our speech. Oh, so the name of the Lord. Yeah. Okay. I I, I respect. Agree. We gotta have yeah respect for the name of the Lord. So I would ask. I mean, I would say to people listening. Okay. Like, is that in your daily speech? Do you have respect for the name of God? I think most people would say like at you know at at church I do. You know we mm-hmm. we speak the Lord's name. But then I would say even like when you're at church. And you're speaking the name of God, or you're talking to the Lord. Like, are you are you paying attention? Are you paying attention? I think that's one of the ways we respect. You know, if I'm talking to you, but I'm like looking around, looking at my watch, looking at my phone. Right. I'm not really. I don't really. I'm not respecting you. I'm. I'm qu- actually quite distracted. So that's one of the ways I think we can respect the Lord's name. You were going to say something. Yeah. That the. We call upon the name of somebody, we we ask for help, we love them, or we honor them. Uh, on one occasion when I was in college, I said, oh my God. And this lady said, don't call him unless you love him and need him. Ooh, I love it. And that has stayed in my mind yeah. since that day. That was 1999, Langley, Virginia. Langley See, Air Force and I Base, think I, I may have shared this once uh, another time on the podcast. I know I used it in a homily one day. When I was in college, I was at Boston College, and we would play like just pick. We'd play pickup basketball at like the 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 Flynn Recreation Complex. Oh, okay. And so it'd be all these college guys, but then there was like this older guy who would show up, and I don't know if he like worked there or what, but he was just always there playing ball. And uh, Uncle Dre, a guy got basically got sort of frustrated, dribbled the ball off his foot out of bounds, and the guy like you know yells the name of Jesus. But like in a in a way that was disrespectful. So this guy 
was like halfway across the court. And he comes running over to him. No. And I was kind of like, Come on. what is this guy doing? Because he was a little, it was, I always thought he was kind of a little off. But, he, you know, he's a baller, whatever. He comes running over and goes right up to the guy who had just said the name of Jesus. And he says to him, don't forget Mary and Joseph. And then he goes, and he runs back. <laughs> I have never forgotten that. The, like that guy had respect for the name. That obviously, I mean, I think, you know, it's kind of... In a joyful way, too. In a joyful way. You know, he could have come over and said, you blasphemer, you know, pushed him down and stoned him to death or something. Uh, (laughs) Stoned him to basketball him to death. Which was discouraged. But he, you know, obviously this guy had said the name of Jesus, not in a way that would would be according to the second commandment. And so the guy came over and just, you know, kind of... In a, I don't know, in a kind of a funny way, sort of corrected him. Yeah, just like that lady. Uh, but did I've in never my forgotten class. that. Yeah, that lady I've in never. my class. D- don't call on him unless you love him and need him. I love that. And th- just the just the beauty. We were talking uh, earlier about the beauty of another person's name, uh, of hearing their name and and seeing it and respecting it and loving it in, in human way. And why would we do that with God? Because, you know, when we when we see a person, it brings joy to them when we call them by their name. And so we think, oh, well, I can just use God's name flippantly. Well, no, we, we use the Lord's name for out of beauty because it is beauty. It's that it's that name when uh, the name when above Mo- all names. Exactly. When Moses approaches the burning bush and it's on fire and he says, you know, by what name shall I tell them? Yeah, I'm going to go back and t- talk to my people. I got to, who, who am I talking to? Who am I talking to? Who and he's you? like, Yahweh, the being one, the one who is, Yashem, the name, Adonai, the Lord. And Moses is like, mm, okay. And, and so he, Moses wants to know that name. And that's something for us is to know the name and to love it and to respect it. So that's I think something in 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 who you know those of you listening in your in your own life um, to really examine your conscience. Uh, do I use the name of the Lord in the way it was intended to? And then the church actually kind of extends that out, um, as the church does with with many of the commandments. There's sort of the commandment on on, on its face: uh-huh. do not use the name of God in vain. But the church then expands that out of the name of 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 God, um, the name of Jesus, the name of the Blessed Virgin Mary, the names of the saints, the Holy Spirit, um, the Holy Spirit, and so I would say, and this is this is maybe more opinion. I mean, this is not definitely not in the Catechism, but I've become kind of increasingly like uncomfortable with like religious jokes, like, and as a priest, I think sometimes people will, um, to kind of, they don't know what to say, or they've never met a priest, or, you know, I don't, and I don't know, I guess we, I don't know, we can be kind of intimidated, I don't know. And so they try to sort of lighten, the, hey, Father, have you heard the one about the, when Jesus is playing golf with the rabbi, and you're just like, uh, uh, you know. St. Saint Peter trying to build a fence, and he had to go down the hill to get a contractor? Yeah. That's yeah. a great joke. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, those, I, I've, like, kind of become just sort of increasingly, I mean, one, most of them are, like, not funny. I don't really think most jokes are funny, you know? Uh, but the they've become sort of increasingly sort of, like, like, nails on a chalkboard to my ears. And I don't say that, like, judgmentally. I say that like in light of trying to really live out the second commandment 
in my own life. Like, I don't really like jokes about Jesus or Mary. You know, I think it, it, it kind of pushes the envelope of the second commandment, and I'd rather just like stay away from it entirely. Am I off base there? Uh, you're spot on. All right. You're spot on. Cool. So yeah, so I think, so it, it extends the name of God, the name of Jesus, the name of the Blessed Virgin Mary, the names of the saints are to be revered. And when right. we speak them, that it be, you know, kind of in in their, right, in their honor and for their glory. Right. Um, what is it? Uh, At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow in the heavens and the earth and under the earth all, all to the praise of the glory of God. St. Paul's yeah. yeah, Philippians. Oh, Philippians, yeah. yeah. Okay. So well, then the other one is, um, you, there's a word that uh, we use called, it's called blasphemy. So it's actually what like Jesus was accused of. When Jesus said, you know, that he was the son of God, uh, that to, to the, to the, to the uh, sort of the scribes and the Pharisees of the time, like that was blasphemy. You are not the son of God, and you just said you were. Or you drive out sins. By yeah. what power do you drive out right. sins? Right. Um, and so Jesus, I mean, was was killed for blasphemy. Now we know that he was not being blasphemous because he is indeed the son of God. But the Catechism like goes deep on blasphemy. This is twenty one forty eight. Blasphemy is directly opposed to the second commandment. It consists in uttering against God inwardly or outwardly words of hatred, reproach, or defiance in speaking ill of God, in failing to respect, in respect toward him in one's speech, in misusing God's name. The prohibition of blasphemy extends to language against Christ's church, the saints, and sacred things. Okay. Whoa. Yeah. That's a long list. So you got to be careful. Yeah, you got to be careful. Um, it is also blasphemous, the catechism continues, it's also blasphemous to make use of God's name to cover up criminal practices, to reduce people to servitude, to torture persons or put them to death. The misuse of God's name to commit a crime can repro- provoke others to repudiate religion. So like, in the name of God I do this. Yes, and I think that's where, you know, you've seen this uh, over the last couple decades. You know, people, you know, ter- terrorists, for example, sort of doing what they do in the name of God. And that's where I think, especially Pope Benedict, he gave a, a, a kind oh, of the controversial speak in Regensburg, Germany, about, you know, about killing in the name of God and what an utter, an utterly blasphemous act that is. Because what does it do? It says... To, to non-religious people, it says, look at that, those re- religion. I told you religion is for dummies. Yeah. I told you religion is for people who, who just are irrational. not rational. Yeah. They kill in the name of God. Yeah, that's uh, like, what, what do they call the, the four horsemen of the, uh, of the new atheism? Uh, and those guys all came about right, right at 2000, 2001, September 11th. Yeah. Because they looked at those events and they said, wow, look at this. They're doing all this thing in the name of God. So the other one is, uh, interestingly, is like like perjury. So when you, you know, if you testify mm-hmm. in front of, and you, and you say, you know, so help me God, you better tell the truth. You are, you are swearing in the name of God. And so then to perjure yourself, to lie, um, even if you think lying is going to benefit you or, you know, lying <laughs> is the, you know, you're, you just swore in the, in the name of Almighty God. So um, the get out of jail free card Monopoly, is that? So that also, so that's we should what, play Monopoly. I know. 
that be fun? Please. Yeah, capitalism, man. <laughs> so that's something I think to really be, uh, I just think it's something that every that all of us can be more aware of. I mean, it's so common. It's become so common in our language with each other. You just hear it on the radio. You hear it in music. Um, you hear it, I mean, so much like in movies and shows. and But then also just in kind of common um, language that people use with each other. They don't even think to, to like speak the name of God. With reverence. What would be some well, alternatives? Instead of like the, okay, I'm, let's say I'm upset about something or I want to, you know. Schnickel Fritz. Golly. No, I don't even I wouldn't even like put it near the name of God. Just right. having having another word. I mean, it, it, you know, I like oh, oh goodness. Oh man. That's I Man like Alive. That. Man Alive. That's a Southern Oklahoma one right there. Man <laughs> Alive. That's like a moment when you're frustrated, you just say Man Alive. It, it's it, 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 words that don't ca- carry any weight of the the profanity or the frustration yeah. or the holy name of God. Just completely move away from them. Yeah. You know, even the OMG uh, yes, sort of lettering yes, on yeah. social media, yep. it, uh, or the OMG, it's just just the use of it. Yeah, just stay away from it. And you might think, I don't know, maybe you think we're being overly, but we're. I would say we're. And I would not. No, we know we're not. N- neither of us are are free of. Uh, we are not one to cast the first stones here, but. But Mary is. To stay, <laughs> but to stay away from it and just build a big wall around the name of God. Um, it's meant to be respected. And, that, you know, we say in the, in the Our Father, hallowed be your name. Mm-hmm. Hallowed be thy name. Um, do, but do we really live that out? We say it in the Our Father all the time. That's right. Are we really what was it that, living uh, that out? I think it was uh, Father Michael Pratt was telling me one time when they were, because he loved St. Francis of Assisi. And they were just talking about like daily prayer life and how uh, in in uh, St. Francis of Assisi with his uh, with his friars of just talking about like how their prayer life was that day. And different friars were telling of like their experience in prayer and intimacy with God and how they had met the good God that day. And and they asked uh, Father Francis, Father Francis, uh, how was your prayer life today? And he says, "Uh, I got to the words, our father, and I went into ecstasy. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't get, didn't get, didn't get past. That. He didn't get past yeah. our and the word father. Wow. Okay, what's next on there on the catechism? Well, so the other piece, this and this is like I think would not if you did not read the catechism, you would not, you would not take the second commandment this far, but it's the respect. So the respect for the name of God, Jesus, Mary, and the saints. But then you go down one level, and it's respect for a person's. Okay. A person's, like, not the like, divine person. Like you. You and me. Uh-oh. It's respect for the name that we've been given. Okay. For our Christian name. Um, and I see this, and so I'll, let me just read, I'll read, I'll read one little, um, and so again, it talks about baptism. Uh, where's this Where's this little piece? Okay, 2158 from the Catechism. God calls each one by name. Everyone's name is sacred. The name is the icon of the person. It demands respect as a sign of the dignity of the one who bears it. Is it icon? Yeah. Like as an image. Yeah. Like to see the other person. Yeah. So God calls each one by name. That's Isaiah 43, John chapter 10. You know, by name I have called you. Um, so this, I think, has real uh, 
com- uh, implications in our daily lives. How often do you meet somebody who is maybe from a different culture than you grew up in, and their name um, is maybe difficult to pronounce? Like Father Celestine. What's Father Celestine? Celestine like? Obidiegu. Or what's the... Oh. Our, our one of What's our a, priests. There's a uh, we have an Indian priest and a, cu- John, Father John Kukarachanel. Kuka I can never. Yeah. So that's those that tough so, names. But how often? And we see this all the time again in like kind of the culture of that person's name is that's too much effort for me to remember their name. I'm just gonna call him Steve or Father O. That's <laughs> but that's. I mean, it's kind of offensive. I mean, that's not the, that's not their name. Right, it takes a little That's effort. Not their name. It takes a, a, an effort to learn their name right. and to respect their name and to love their name and to call them by their name. Right. And so sometimes we get into that. I mean, how, you know. So again, it's kind of examining your conscience. How, when you meet someone and they have a name that's difficult to pronounce for you, maybe it's maybe it's because it's a it's the first time you've ever heard that. Um, uh, maybe it's it's just hard to pronounce because you don't speak Spanish or you don't speak whatever you know wherever they are from. How often do you oh hey you know like hi like or, or like say can you say, say your name again? Like, Carrie, I really, I really want to. I just really want to get it. Carrie, I really want to get it right. Carrie, yeah. Get oh, it. you are putting Carrie, 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 Carrie. We do have names that are hard to pronounce in Spanish. Carrie. We had uh, Our Lady of Guadalupe Mass uh, on the on December twelfth. We had a mariachi uh-huh. band, and so at the beginning of every mass, we make like an announcement. You know, welcome. <laughs> Sorry, to San- where was the mariachi band? They were in the choir loft. Stop! Really? It was awesome. Yeah. Was it, was it the first time they've ever been there? Yeah, it was great. We're gonna do it again next year. I love mariachi. So at the beginning of the mass, they say like in Spanish, you know, bienvenidos a la iglesia de San Francisco Javier, uh, <laughs> y bienvenidos a las personas que están en la transmisión. Like, welcome to those watching online. You know. <laughs> You know, este es uh, la fiesta de Nuestra Señora de Guadalupe y nuestro celebrante es, es and so we say like padre. welcome, like the the the, cel- the priest celebrant, and we say the priest's name. And this guy, he was never was not from here, and he he said nuestro celebrante es Padre Brian 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 and I was just like, oh, yes, this I is, love it. This is not going well. Um, anyway, and then he, but he stuck with it, and he, yeah. he landed the plane. He, he landed the plane, Kitty. He did okay. Kitty. But our yard names are not. Uh, that it's it's it, the very first time you hear your name spoken in another language where someone it's, pronounces it. Uh, it's different. It's Kitty, and like what? It's Monday, like Kitty. Like who? I was like, "What's Carrie? Who's Carrie?" When I was in Mexico, uh, there were three of us there. It was me, Father Gary Castle, and Blake Lawson. So our names were Blake, Gary, and Brian. And in Spanish, none of them. Brian, Gary, Gary, and Blake. They all wanted to call him like Blake, like Blake, like Blake, Blake. Anyway. Yeah, because it, it, it just took a little while. But they were, but again, but they were respectful. Those were our names. That's my name. And is it hard for you to pronounce? Yes, but it's still my name. And so, dang it, get it right. <laughs> so that goes to the second commandment: the name of God, but also the name of a person. It's very important to know a person's name and to and to and to say it. I stink correctly. at names. Yeah, you got <sighs> you got to work at. I got a lot of work to do. 
Okay, what's next? That's it. That's it on the name on the, That's the name second of God. commandment. What about the bullet points at the end of the catechism? There are usually like uh, six bullet in points. In brief, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the in brief section is really good. If you want It wanna, just says, yeah, the name of the Lord is holy. The second commandment forbids every proper in, in use of God's name. Blasphemy is the use of the name of God, of Jesus Christ, of the Virgin Mary, and of the saints in an offensive way. False oaths. False oaths. Call on God to be witness to a lie. Perjury Ooh. is a grave offense against witness the Lord. Witness to a lie. Yep. Wow. Yep. I love that. But I think, too, okay. you know, to take to prayer, uh, you know, that God calls each one of us by name. He knows your name. Yeah. He knows your name. And he loves you by your name. And he says it, p- pronounces it properly. And he does. He does. He <laughs> the Lord knows how. The Lord knows how to pronounce your name properly. So just this idea of of the of the name, the name of God, of really reverencing the name of God. You know, one of the things we do in the Mass is like when we say the name of Jesus in the Mass. Right. Notice, not every priest does this, but there we we should. Um, at the name of Jesus and at the name of the Virgin Mary, the priest is uh, is to bow his head. Yeah, um, it's that's what was the change in the liturgy yeah. uh, about ten years ago. And it's a habit to get it, but I mean, but I you know I I I do it, and sometimes it's kind of subtle, or you forget, or. Um, but anyway, that's something that other people can do. You know, too. I, d- I just now thought of that. Like during the creed, or is it the Gloria? I have all these students that, like, the whole church just kind sort of bows, bows their yeah. head at the name of yeah. Jesus. Okay. So anyway, that's the second commandment, and we hope that you have a Merry Christmas. We'll be back. Whoa, with whoa, you. it's still Advent, dude. I know. Come but on, were you cheating them out of a week? But our next, our next episode is beginning to look. Gonna be Christmas. Anyway, we love you. Have a great Christmas. God bless you. Peace.